Welcome back to the Swarm Report, Hornet Sports fans. My name is Isaac Streeter. Today I'm joined by Zach Lolian. And welcome back from Injured Reserve, Zach. Yeah, thank you. How's your foot? Seen better days. Good to hear. Let's jump right into it. The men's tennis team finished up their play at the ITA Northwest Regional Championships on October 9th. Out of the nine players that competed in both doubles and singles, two players, Mate Voros and Mark Kecky, qualified for the ITA Northwestern Super Regional Championships on October 21st through the 24th. That tournament will be held at Stanford's Tennis Center. Women's tennis will also be at Stanford's Tennis Center. They'll travel to Palo Alto, California this week to compete at the ITA Regional Championships. On to cross country. Both the men's and women's cross country team will participate in the Santa Clara Bronco Invitational in Sunnyvale, California on Saturday, October 15th. This will be the first time the cross country team has seen any action in nearly a month since the UC Riverside Invitational in mid-September. Rowing had their first competition of the year at the head of Port Meet on Sunday, October 9th. They submitted one doubles team comprised of junior Sydney Bain and senior Deanna Frick, who won the race outright, beating the field by nearly two and a half minutes. Volleyball keeps on rolling through the Big Sky Conference, picking up a pair of wins last week in a homestand. On October 6th, they won three sets and conceded one to Montana, and on the 8th, they swept Montana State 3-0. Senior middle blocker Tianane Kamba Griffin picked up Defensive Player of the Week and is currently 10th in the nation in blocks with 90. Kamba Griffin's award means back-to-back Defensive Player of the Weeks for Sac State after Katie Cordano got it last week. The team will be on the road this week to face Weber State on Thursday, at 5 p.m. in Idaho State on Saturday at 6 p.m. If you'd like to read more about the game, give Myla Booth's article on thestatehornet.com a read, as well as follow her on Twitter at Myla Booth. On to soccer. The men's soccer team traveled to UC Irvine on October 9th to face the Anteaters. The team lost the game 1-0, dropping their third straight in the Big Sky Conference. The Hornets now sit at 6-5-2 with a 1-3 record in their conference. They'll look to right the ship when they face Santa Barbara at home on October 12th at 3 p.m. If you'd like to read more about the game, visit thestatehorner.com and give Hugo's story a read. Sticking with soccer, the women's soccer team faced Idaho State on Sunday, October 9th. This was also senior day for five players on the team. However, senior day was spoiled with a 0-1 defeat by the hands of Idaho State. The Hornets are currently tied for fifth place in the Big Sky Conference. The top six teams advance to the conference tournament. The Hornets will be on the road to face Eastern Washington on Friday, October 14th at 1 p.m. Men's golf took home 13th place out of 15 entered schools at the Oregon State Invitational on Monday the 10th and Tuesday the 11th. Junior Riley Bell was the Hornets' top finisher, coming in 12th overall. The team will compete next at the Visit Stockton Invitational starting on Thursday the 20th. Women's golf were at the Dale McNamara Invitational in Broken Arrow, Oklahoma on the 10th and 11th as well. They took home 4th place out of 13 teams, with sophomore Jennifer Koga having a bounce-back performance, leading Sac State with a 12th place finish. Sac State football has advanced to 5-0 for the second time ever, with a 55-7 drubbing of Northern Colorado in front of the home crowd. Despite the effort, the Hornets dropped a spot in this week's FCS rankings, clocking in at 5. Sac State's offense ranks 3rd in scoring in the country, averaging 47.6 points per game. Offense hasn't been their only strength either, playing stifling defense. Through 5 games, Sac State has yet to trail. The Hornets will have the chance to get to 6-0 for the first time since 1991 when they traveled to Eastern Washington. Don't be fooled by Eastern Washington's 1-4 start. They've played two Power 5 FBS schools and kept it close in the first half with number 6 Weaver State. For more football coverage, follow at JackFreeman13 on Twitter and monitor thestatehornet.com for our official preview and predictions. All right, that's going to be it for us this week on the Storm Report. Thank you guys so much for listening. If you'd like to learn more about Sac State sports, please visit thestatehornet.com. 